podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Audio check. Audio check, audio check. Alrighty, friends, what is going on? Brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Let's get straight into it, right? Why Dilly? Oh, I gotta turn my do not disturb. That would probably be a good idea. Uh, why Dilly Dally, right? We can just get straight into it. Today, we we're talking about Swatch D versus Atomos. Which monitors do I use? Which monitors do you use? And what are you looking to, to get, right? What is the, uh, perhaps the the motivation is, what is the industry standard and you go uh, that route? So, uh, I mean, I, I've I've been on plenty of sets. You know, we all have been on plenty of sets. Uh, my, my take on it is at least the productions that I am on, I see more small HD monitors and less Atomos monitors. But that's not to say that uh, other productions aren't using Atomos monitors, right? Um, there are still a lot of productions that use the Sumo 19, not just for live streaming, um, but for, for multicam, three, four, uh, six, eight camera setups where you might have like a decimator or something like that, where you have eight, 10 cameras that you need to monitor um, all at once. So the Sumo 19 is still a, a very prevalent monitor that I see on set. Uh, I still do see like Shinobis and Infernos and uh, I know Atomos just released like the, a new Shogun and a new Ninja, a Ninja Ultra, I believe it is called um, with live streaming capabilities, which I saw like the demo of it, the Atom, the Atom Connect, I think is what it's called, where you can you can basically, you know, do a quad live stream um, with dissolves and things like that with a ninja. I don't I don't know if I would want to use a five inch screen for that, though. That seems really um, inadequate, uh, especially if you're using actually like actual cameras like an FX6 or right, a Komodo's or Komodo X's or, or any, any camera, you know, like Ursa, Blackmagic, whatever camera. Um, you know, doing live stream on a five inch monitor seems really, it seems really inefficient to, to me, but again, I don't do a lot of live streaming, so maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I, um, I, as far as like getting into, uh, say you're in a situation where you're looking to upgrade monitors, or maybe you're looking, uh, at a brand new monitor, right? Maybe you've been using like some OC monitors or field world, field world monitors or, um, TV Logic or uh, Blackmagic Video Assist or, or, you know, whatever kind of monitor you have. Maybe you're looking at, hey, you know, I've seen a lot of my Atomos monitors now. I'm seeing a lot of Smudge HD monitors now. What do I go with? Um, and so today that is pretty much what we're talking about. Um, again, if you're, in, if you're in that situation where you're looking for a brand new monitor and you're coming from the Atomos realm and you're, and you're wondering, you know, should I sell all my Atomos stuff and get Smudge HDs? At, at this point in time in 2023, going into 2024... I, I, I can't recommend necessarily getting Smudge Ds unless you are heavily on productions that uh, use Smudge D monitors, right? Where you can, where, you know, they're using like Cine 7s or 703 brights or 70, you know, old 702 brights um, that integrate with the, the Teradek bulk uh, wireless, transmis, tra wireless transmission systems, right? Um, unless you, you are consistently on those productions that have like Smudge D monitors, um, I, I wouldn't recommend it, you know, just because for what you're paying for right now, there is just not worth it. You know, um, I, I got lucky when I bought my Indy seven. Uh, I think the only difference between the Indy seven and the Cine seven, uh, the Cine seven is like a, it's like a thousand dollars more. I, I want to say something like that. Um, 
I think the only like big difference is, is maybe just the ports. You know, I mean, they both still have like like two SDI ins and outs. They have two HDMI, uh, an HDMI in and an HDI HDMI out. Same same nit brightness, uh, same same display, um, same like lookup table abilities. The page OS is all at the same. Um, I want to say there's just one small thing that's different between the Indy 7 and the Cine 7. But anyways, long story short, when I bought my Indy 7, this was before SmallHD started to like just jack up their prices out of nowhere. Uh, it was like, you know, after three or four months, they just, their, their prices went up so much across the board that it just like, why are your prices this, this high for, for what you're getting, you know? Granted, they are great monitors. They are great on-set monitors, but for the price, it's like, dude, you're you're just you know ripping people off, you know. The Indy Seven when I bought it was like nine ninety nine. It was like a thousand dollars, and then all of a sudden it went up to like like fifteen hundred dollars, and it and it stayed there. And then the Cine Seven was like twenty like twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. You know, they got rid of the uh, the seven hundred two. The 701, the 502, 503 series got discontinued. No, no, I, I think the 503 is still. Um, it's still an active product, but all the other ones got discontinued and they brought in like, you know, like, like the Cine 7, the Indy 7, like the, the 702 Touch, that, that line. They brought in the OLED line, the, the Cine uh, 18, the 21 line, the Vision line, all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, so, you know, do, do you, are you looking for like a seven inch monitor? Um, you know, is it worth it to pay, to pie? Well, I can't even speak right now to, to purchase a, an Indy 7 or a 702 Touch. It's like, Unless it's on sale, like BH has those sales, or if you find one secondhand that's in pretty good shape um, off of like eBay or um, a production company or a friend you know, uh, I, I honestly wouldn't recommend it. I would I would honestly go with like a, like a, a, a Shogun uh, or a Ninja, depending if you want a seven inch or five inch. We're just talking about onboard monitors, right? Um, I, w- I would go with one of those, to be honest. Like I own a Ninja V, uh, not the new one. I own the like the first gen Ninja V and it still works. You know, I had it on set the other day um, for, we were doing a lot of like day exteriors and you know, it's been a while since I've used it and I just <laughs> wanted to use it. So um, I bought it. I also have a Sun Hunter that I found off of Etsy. That's like a 3D, a 3D printed one that was like 20 bucks um, and it worked great. You know, uh, it has, I think it's like a thousand nits or 1200 nits. Uh, if you put it all the way to hundred percent brightness works just fine. It has false color. They did update, um, because before the one thing I, I hated about using the Ninja and some of the older uh, animals products was like, like say frame guides, right. Where you wanted, uh, there wasn't like a, like a vertical frame guide for whatever fucking reason. It was stu- stupid. They didn't have like nine by 16. They, they just didn't, you know? So they finally added it, I think maybe like a year ago. Um, and then the way you can toggle the different overlays is much easier. It's much, it's a much better user experience now. Um, you know, the, you also have the recording options. So if you have a um, particular camera that can uh, shoot like ProRes RAW, you have that option. I mean, I mean, and if you're using Final Cut Pro and all that kind of stuff, but again, maybe you just want to do like ProRes 422HQ. Um, there, there are still productions out there that need like fast turnarounds. So um, knowing that they may ask, hey, do you have a way to give us um, uh, like a format, a codec that is, uh, we're using, you know, Apple, uh, Apple products, Apple, um, post-production products. Is there a way you can get us like ProRes, uh, recording, uh, for, for us to, to use when we go back, when we go back to the, uh, post-production house and you're like, yeah, I have a Ninja or a Shogun, whatever we, we can record, uh, 422 HQ or 422. 
um, for, I know for certain like live events, like this year I did, um, the, it was, a, it was, uh, the little mermaid, uh, the movie, the live, live action, I guess one, uh, it was a blue carpet event is blue carpet. I've never done one of these, one of these before, but, uh, cause little mermaids blue, right? So blue carpet, um, at the, the, the Dolby theater in Hollywood and, I got to interview like Aquafina and Javier Bardem um, and and some other people, and the production the we were shooting for Disney's post um, Disney's in house team and how they have all those things set up is you record the interview a guy comes in you give them the the SSD with you know a ProRes recording I was shooting on the FX9 a ProRes recording and then they go back and they're literally edit, editing it that same like minute to get it out that same night for the uh, for the press releases and things like that so there's there's productions that require uh those like recording those fast recording medias, right? So maybe you're, you're in that situation where you or you are also looking at at that and you're like, ah, well, Small HD, I can't record to it, you know? So um, now if we're jumping into uh, the larger monitors, like the 17 inches, the 20 inches, my experience with that is I used to own the OC Megamon, the 15 inch, and um, every focus puller hated that monitor because you can't see shit. And unless you're in the studio, uh, unless you're you're completely covered, like uh, one of my one of my one of my focus pours one time, literally had to cover himself in black. We were shooting outside. I was on the movie, and he was uh, focus pulling. And you know, we had the sun hood on, and he literally also had like a sweater on just to black out the entire screen in full brightness. So I was like, okay, that's not great. Uh, one time, I had a, a director who, uh, again, just like it was so washed out because. Um, we were in uh we were we were in like a apartment complex in downtown Los Angeles like the you know fifth floor or seventh floor, um you know windows all around and I did have the sun hood but again it's just like you just can't see anything on the monitor you know it's it's just not all that great, it also doesn't have uh, multi view like the small HDs do so if you do even like a two cam setup uh the third like even the thirteen the thirteen oh three small HD can do multi view, whereas his OC monitors they can't they just don't have the option, uh they do have pretty good options as far as like you know anamorphic d squeeze you can upload uh, a plethora of LUTs um what else uh they they do have like you know uh, built-in LUTs in case you just want to use like the standard stuff so they're, they're okay and for their price they're really good they have a lot of inputs a lot of outputs um but I, I would I, I would steer away from those even though there's a lot of reviews on YouTube I would steer away from those and go with like like a, a sumo 19 um the neon monitors I was looking at them but uh, I am a little bit uh, a little bit worried because recently, like within the last month, they discontinued the 24-inch neon monitor. So now all they have for sale is the 17-inch neon monitor. Um, they never came out with the 31, or they, I think they came out with the 31-inch and they got discontinued like pretty quick. The 55-inch again, same thing. They they launched it and then like they discontinued it. So that that tells me either one. Either A, they're going with uh, a brand new line, or B, they're just going to discontinue it and um, just sell like the 17 inch, right? And focus on like their their Shoguns and the Ninjas and then, and then just keep the Sumo because the Sumo is still a very uh, popular product across the board, right? Um, so if you're looking for a larger um, like reference monitor or client monitor or director's monitor, I would go in the direction of like a Sumo 19. They have the SE, which is a second edition one that came out last year. So it's an updated panel, um, much, much more updated than, than uh, if anyone's used like the old Sumo, that thing's like six years old now. And uh, it, it's, it's starting to look a little, a little outdated. Um, 
But again, you get like the quad view, the live stream all built in, the recorder built in, um, you know, four inputs, 12G SDI on the new ones. Um, you have uh, time code ability to sync time code, which is great. Uh, and the panel is good enough, 19 inch, plenty, plenty of space, you know. Uh, it is, it is, it is, it is in 4K, it's only 1920, so, you know, there is that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, with the, with the Neon, it, it's, it's really, even the 17 inch is really built for like post-production and DIT use. Um, the, the, you know, there is no, like, you can't even do like, like a split view um, with the, with the neon monitors, you know, you have to go with like a decimator to, to, to do a split view, which is like another thing you have to, um, tack on. Right. So that's annoying. Uh, and then the small HDs, like I own a 1303 HDR. Uh, it was on sale on B and H for like 2,800. So I, I, I didn't know 2,500. I am, I didn't even think about it. I immediately just bought it. I was like, cause there's, this is probably not going to happen again. It did happen one more time and I haven't seen it since. Right. So if you're looking for like a 1303, 1703, um, I, I would honestly look for either sales or for a decent unit that's secondhand. Again, eBay or Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or if you know someone that's uh, that's selling some of their old ones. I, I've actually met a couple people in the last year that have been selling their older versions like the 20, the what is it? The 2304, the 1703 um, be uh, just because they either weren't using it a lot or they're trying to upgrade to like the Cine line or the Vision line, right? But again, for like, if you're looking for like a like a like a Cine 18, uh, the, the thing's like almost like 10 grand or, or eight grand, you know. And I honestly, I I can't just just I can't justify spending 10 grand on on a fucking monitor that, you know, like it, as great as it is, it, it there's no reason why that monitor should cost that much for for what you're getting, you know. Like you 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 might as well at that point get like an LG OLED 42 inch monitor or, or whatever, you know, and haul that to set. I mean, is it, is it practical? No, but are you getting probably a better bang for your buck? Probably, you know, if you've just, you know, client monitor, uh, you don't need like, you know, false color or, or like exposure tools, you know, or if you have like, uh, say you have like a, um, a say you do go with like 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 a cheaper monitor right then you can buy one if the money you'd be saving not buying a um a cine 18 or or, or a oled 22 you can go buy your lg oled monitor and then bring that and have that as your client monitor right again as as practical i don't know what your setup is right so uh let's just close this out right because there's no more battle there's no more need to battle battle on about this do you go small g do you go atomos uh Again, to reiterate, if you're if you're if you're consistently with with small HD productions, then you know, spend the extra money and get a small HD, right? There is no if if uh, if ands or buts about that. Uh, if you're not and you're just looking to get a, a good upgrade, I would go Atomos. Or if you really want the small HD, just wait until there is a, a good sale or you know, uh, peruse around the the Facebook marketplaces, the Ebay's, things like that to see if anyone's selling them. Um, I I haven't honestly seen many people sell even the old small HDs, like the the old 1703s. There there really isn't a reason for a lot of people to sell them because they're still they're still good monitors, you know. So it's hard to find them. Um, but again, you know, maybe you go the Atomos like a Sumo 19 instead. All right. Okay, so that is it for this episode. If you liked it, please rate it on uh, Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. Please follow the podcast. Share it with your friends, your homies, your homets. You know the drill. And I'll catch you guys in next week's podcast episode.